Hey there, Mavens. Welcome back to the Beauty Mavens podcast. Thank you for tuning in today and taking some time to invest in your business. This episode has a lot of valuable information and we're excited for you to learn from a true skin maven. We are truly thankful for all the amazing reviews you have given us and would love to hear what the rest of you have to say about the podcast. So if you have found anything valuable in previous episodes or in this week's episode, please take two minutes to rate and review the podcast And be sure to add your Instagram handle because we pick a few of you to send some fun prizes to every week. Also, don't forget to join our private community of listeners in our Beauty Mavens Facebook group. You can find it by going to www.facebook.com forward slash Beauty Mavens podcast. And now let's jump into today's episode. Welcome to the Beauty Mavens podcast. Kristen and Madison are creating a space where the beauty obsessed can feel empowered to dream big and achieve their goals. It's awesome. Interviewing other mavens in the beauty industry to discover their secrets to success and how they got to be the expert that they are. Brought to you by a sister duo of estheticians and entrepreneurs. Here's your hosts, Kristen D'Oliveda and Madison Annis. This week's guest is a licensed master esthetician and Image Skincare's Utah Business Development Manager and Clinical Educator. She has been in the industry for 21 years, has worked for one of the most innovative professional skincare lines in the industry for the last six years. She has received over 18 awards, including the Million Dollar Club of 2018, the 100% Club of 2018, the highest number of new accounts in 2018. 2018 is a big year for you. It was. <laughs> um, what, where was I? Highest percent to goal 2018, 100% achievement award for Q1, Q2, and Q3, and the highest percent to goal first half of 2018, the 100% club in 2017, business development manager of the year in 2017, 100% goal achievement award for Q1, 2, 3, and 4 for 2017, image skincare world class performance 2016, 100% Club 2016, 2015, and 2013. She specializes in product knowledge while educating the skincare professional on product innovation ingredients, as well as how to perform many aesthetic services. She also has a great understanding of the buyer and the buyer responsive selling, as well as active listening and communication skills. She became interested and involved in the skincare world at the age of 18 while working for a dermatologist for 12 years which in turn inspired her to become a skincare professional. She loves this industry and has a vast knowledge of the skin and its functions. Please welcome to the podcast, <laughs> Kasi Malmstrom. Yay. Thank you. I'm oh so excited gosh, to be here. Oh so many awards. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm excited to, that's one of the questions, is I want to know like what some of them mean. But before we get into that, let's do our high-low. Okay. So I'll start because... I know mine off the top of my head. My high is that I finally figured out how to use three microphones for, like, the whole time since we've had this. It's been such a hassle, and every time before a guest comes, I'm, like, trying to figure out, and I never end up figuring it out, so then we just use one, and it's worked, but I'm hoping the quality, the audio quality will be better, and it actually was not that hard, (laughs) but I'm really excited because now, yeah, we have the three mics. And then my low is, it's a high-low, but we moved in this weekend, so it's like a high because we moved in, but it's like moving in (laughs) and organizing things and trying to figure out like what cupboards to put things in and yeah, so that's... And you'll rearrange it 10 times again. I know. (laughs) 
I would say that was actually my high because Maddie moved in right across, well, pretty much across the street from me, so we're really close to being oh, neighbors, yeah. and my bathroom has been a project probably since we started this podcast. Mm-hmm. It's been put on hold because they've been working on her house. Anyway, her husband went and helped finish up my bathroom, and I got to go help her do the organizing, so it was a way better switch <laughs> this weekend, so that was actually my high. And my bathroom's almost done. What about you? Okay, so my high was definitely the worldwide launch party. A really successful, exciting launch party. Um, I was so nervous because Jana at the last minute wasn't able to attend. So I was super, super nervous about you guys know how fast I can talk. So You did so, so good though. Thank you. Yeah. I was so nervous about the speed of my voice and um, luckily the microphone echoed so it made me <laughs> talk slower. <laughs> but yes, I was, that was, that was really my high. Um, the low is how tired I am for the next few days, week after yeah. just with answering questions. You know what I'm saying? I love it, but I'm, I'm exhausted after that launch party. So that would be my low, honestly, for this last week. Yeah. It was so fun though. And I'm so excited for all the new products. They're amazing. I used the samples all this weekend and they're awesome. My skin feels amazing. They're awesome. Yeah. I'm excited about the masks. Okay. So you have so many years of experience in this <laughs> industry. Can you just tell us your story, how you got started? Absolutely. So I started out um, at 18, just started working for a dermatologist, started out as his receptionist. He then trained me to be his medical assistant. Um, and during that process, I had skin knowledge of more of skin disease and, and what prescriptions or over-the-counter products would be used. And I happened to, during that time, um, probably the last three years of me working there, I was introduced to Image Skincare. And I had tried other professional lines. They'd come in and bring in samples and things like that. But this one, I absolutely fell in love with. And at that point, in all honesty, it's kind of, it really is a cheesy story because I work for Image Skincare. But they are, Image Skincare is why I do what I do now. They are why I became a licensed master esthetician period I saw the change in the skin I saw how many patients love the product and ultimately at the end of the day I'm like there's so much more to skincare besides prescription and over-the-counter and I decided after having my third child because I was going to quit working I'm like I need to do something for myself something I have a passion for and I realized it was it was skincare so I went to aesthetic school went to aesthetic school you know I was just going to be a practicing esthetician Mm -hmm. did not go into school thinking I was going to be a product rep and it just so reps but it just so happened to go that way so yeah yeah that's really my that's really my story when I went to aesthetic school I went in thinking oh my gosh I know so much about the skin but I realized I really didn't know as much about the layers of the skin what ingredient you know particular ingredients are doing to the skin antioxidants things like that so it was a whole new world for me so Skincare industry, yes, but as a a licensed master esthetician, seven years. So yeah, yeah, but still, you were you were still. That's all I've that's all I've that's all I've known. And my mother in law, actually, I was there three years before I met and dated and ended up marrying her son. I should say. So my mother in law, that's all she's ever been in since she was eighteen is dermatology. So I've learned a ton from her as well. That's fun. So so yeah, so it's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, so fun. Okay, tell us more about some of the awards you've won. Which ones are you most proud of, and what do they all mean? Okay, so they, there's there's a lot of different awards. With Image Skincare, the company I work for, they are really good at recognizing, they're really, really good at recognizing um, each one of their employees for even the smallest things they do. Um, starting out with Image Skincare, I was scared to death. One of my biggest fears was to talk in front of people, which is most people's fear. And 
that was my biggest thing and my biggest challenge. And still you get a little bit nervous, but it has become one of those things where I've grown from not only personally, but in my career, being able to speak about things. So those awards to me, um, when you start a job and you start having self-doubt, which you shouldn't have, but we all do at some point, right? I was having self-doubt. Am I going to be able to do this? Am I going to be able to get up in front of people, um, you know, and talk to them and educate them? And so to me, the awards are just a reminder that I went down the right path and that I can do the things that I thought that I could not. Yeah. Um, my favorite award was last year. I received it for 2017 at our international sales meeting, and it was Business Development Manager of the Year. And that is only assigned to one. You have what, over 70 reps across the United States. And so yeah. that was super, super exciting for me. Um, and it was awesome. That was one of my favorite awards. And then this year, um, hitting the Million Dollar Club. So what that basically means is we have sales goals, obviously. Yeah. Uh, just as everybody should in the, any type of retail business or wholesaling. Um, and it was just that I was hitting my goals for either my quarter, whatever number they had me set at, which I take a look at at the beginning of each quarter or the beginning of each year. And I look at my scorecard and I'm like, oh my gosh, how am I going to accomplish this Mm -hmm. in sales? So it's really rewarding when you make them every quarter or even just at the end of the year, you finally catch up on your numbers and you make the end of the year. So that this year means that Utah did over a million dollars in sales. So that's what the million dollar club means. So it's awesome. Especially when I started out with the company and it was very very, very small amount. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, that's awesome. I love it. So I'm, I'm proud of my awards. You should, <laughs> I worked you should hard be. for them. Yeah, congrats. <laughs> Thank that's you. Amazing. So I, while we're on this topic of like sales and hitting your goals, we've taken, we've been lucky enough to take some classes from you, including some retail ones. Yes. And it really truly has changed our business okay. and the way we sell or recommend products to our clients. And I think part of it is because image skincare is so great, so it's, like, so easy. Like, it is. It really does sell itself, but your classes have also helped us a ton, so can you just share some of your top tips or for anyone listening of how to, like, sell products to how clients? How to sell products. Or... Number one is um, if you take out of your head that you have to sell product and just use that as opportunity as... I'm going to educate. If you can if you can change that in your head, it makes a world of difference because your job as an esthetician is to educate your client. Even if they're coming in for feel good, you know what I'm saying, a feel good facial, relaxing facial, um, it's still your job as an esthetician to educate them on the skin, which they majority of people have no idea about. So just yeah. just think of it as educating rather than selling it. It makes a huge difference. Um, also sell, um, and while you're getting familiar with product lines or products or treatments, sell your favorites. The ones you're good at or the products that you absolutely love, it makes it easy. And there are some products out there that can be pretty much used on any skin type, but just initially introducing them to the home health of the skin. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's a great tip. I remember there was one product you were like, it's not a huge seller, but you can bring it on if you want. And we both tried it and fell in love with it. And then because we loved it so much, we posted about it on our stories one day and sold out of our whole stock. And we had, like, a lot of stock of it. <laughs> so if you love the product and just talk about why you love it, you can sell anything. And you really can. You really can. And keep yourself educated. Um, as many times as you attend ongoing education, even for a product line, even if you've attended that class several times, you will always learn something new. I learned from my, uh, you know, my, our educators at corporate, I'll listen to them like, Oh my gosh, I didn't even realize that Mm -hmm. and stuff. So keep yourself educated. You never know everything in this industry. It's always evolving and always growing. So make sure you keep yourself educated for sure. Yeah. That's a good tip. 
Um, anything else about cells? Um, I have a lot of things about cells. <laughs> um, the other thing is is sell with confidence. Um, that's huge. I think we automatically think of selling and we just kind of, oh, we just, you know, just kind of close up. Um, so make sure that you're selling with confidence and you are a skincare professional, even if you have just graduated from high, uh, high school, sorry, aesthetic <laughs> school, um, you still know more about the skin than your average client. So, um, so at that, you, you are a professional at that point. So make sure you are recommending with confidence and recommend, don't really sell, educate and recommend to them because mm-hmm. you know, what's going to change their skin, the overall health of their skin. So, yeah, that's so good. And I feel like that crosses over into anything you're selling, just as long as you're absolutely like, uh, educated in the products. And I really like what you said, that you are the professional right out of school, even though you don't feel like it. Because yeah. you're like, holy cow. <laughs> yep, gotta have confidence, for sure. There's so many sure. people that are, like, way ahead of me, but that's good to remember. Like, you're a way, like, way step ahead of your clients in their education of the skin or the hair or whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So my other question is you, so have you been with Image since? So this is my seventh year. Seventh. Okay. Mm -hmm. So how did you get on with Image? Good question. So, um, to kind of make it a simplified story, um, I graduated aesthetic school, um, had my license, um, for only about a month, actually. I'd only had my license for about a month and, um, at that time, uh, we no longer used a distributor on the West Coast, and the position became available to work directly for Image Skincare Corporate. Um, I simply was getting online. Um, I was simply getting online to order some to place an order to get some products for the doctor I worked for, mm-hmm. and it popped up on their website that they no longer used a West Coast dis- uh, distribution. Um, and that's what initially just brought me into, I thought, what the heck? Oh my gosh. So I sat on there and I applied and I kept telling myself, okay, if I get it, it's meant to be. If I don't, it's, it's just not meant to be. And I, within, I think two, I want to say one or two days, I got a call from HR director, had to Skype interview with her. Then I had to Skype interview with Jana, our founder, and then also Dr. Mark. And I think he, I don't remember what the other guy's position was, but I had to (laughs) Skype with him as well, um, during the interview. Um, but it, I ended up getting it and absolutely loved it. It was actually just a really simple process. I just put myself out there, even though I wasn't necessarily comfortable with the position, I knew I knew image and that helped. Mm -hmm. And, um, I knew image like the back of my hand, Mm -hmm. obviously prior to going to, um, aesthetic school, but, uh, yeah, that's ultimately that was as simple as that other than the brutal (laughs) Skype interviews. interviews. Yeah. Yeah. That's how, that's how it went. Simple as that. Yeah. I just put myself out there. I didn't doubt it. I just was like, if I don't get it, it's all right. Yeah. You never know until you do it. Yeah. I think, oh, go. I was just going to say, that's really inspiring because you had only been out of school a month. Mm-hmm. Like, that's scary to apply for such a big oh, international yeah. skincare brand. Oh, yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> and then I was going to say, can you kind of make, so you're the business development manager? Uh-huh. And is there another title? Clinical, for clinical educator. So can you kind of explain what your role is in all of Image? Absolutely. So as a business development manager... Um, so I'm, I'm there to support my accounts, help them build their business, um, let, you know, help them decide what products or what services to bring into their, um, into their practices. Um, but second of all, I'm also the educator. So I educate as well as manage my, manage the, uh, image professional accounts. Oh. So, yeah. 
That's awesome. I didn't realize that it was like, oh, I mean, I knew you helped us build our business so much. That's awesome. The image provides employees to help these people build their businesses. Absolutely. That's really cool. Yeah. So I do too. Some companies will just have a sales rep and then an educator. educator. Um, But the fact of the matter is, is that's how I'm going to help you build your business is by also the education, right? So it just, Mm -hmm. it makes sense to be both. Yeah. Yeah. We always love your education. Thank you. I love when you guys come. I love when you guys come (laughs) or have me in. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yours like, so I don't know how other skincare brands are because we've only worked with image, but it's like. Seriously, I can text you any hour and be like, uh, what's like between this product and this product? I'll like send you pictures of skin. Like, what do you, what would you recommend? And you're always so like quick to respond and you've came in and done like just, uh, education here. Yeah. Education for our team. I'm like, <laughs> what's the word? Just Training, like personal. Education. Yeah. Just yeah. for our team. And you're just very helpful that way. So oh, thank you. I, yeah. I love how you, I love when you guys ask me to come in. That's my, honestly, I'm, I'm here for you when you need me. That's for sure. So mm-hmm. yeah. Is everyone like as needy as we are? <laughs> Every, they're so, no, you guys aren't needy at all. Um, <laughs> you guys aren't needy at all. No, everybody has, I have some, uh, particularly medical accounts are difficult. They don't, they hardly ever want you in there or need you in there because yeah. they're estheticians that practice in the medical industry. So it's really difficult for them to get all of their estheticians together for trainings and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, but no, every, everybody's different. Mm-hmm. Everybody's totally different. So we're always like, I wonder if other people text her as much as yes. we do. You know what? Everybody texts me and I don't think anything of it. If I don't answer you right away, that means you have to wait a minute. So yeah, I'm funny. trying to, I'm getting better about, um, about my time and, um, knowing, the boundaries of where I need to be for sure. I'm mm-hmm. getting better about it. My husband <laughs> pounds that in my head every day. Okay, it's ten o'clock. You don't Put need the to answer. Down. <laughs> it's hard though. It's so, you guys know that it's yeah. hard. It so hard. Edu- I mean, other than education is the key when it comes to aesthetics in any product line or any service that you're going to offer. Um, definitely, definitely have the education. Um, as far as um, Retail sales, were you going to ask me about retail sales, like things like that? Like retail sales are huge in our industry, something mm-hmm. I like, estheticians, and also um, cosmetologists to know as well um, that the average client comes into an esthetician for facials, pills, things like that. The average client comes in five times a year. Now, this is just the average client, which it has come up in the last few years where it used to be just three times a year Mm -hmm. um, for skincare treatments and things like that. So it's exciting to see that it's growing. But one of the biggest things is offering that retail product. A lot of estheticians are, you know, they're, they're afraid to bring in that retail for the fact that it's not going to sell or whatnot. And again, if you're just using that education to uh, recommend the product rather than using the, oh my gosh, I can't sell, you're going to do a lot better because what's going to happen is when they're out of those products, they're going to come back into you and purchase those products during those times that they're not coming in for services. So you're going to have that income coming in. Um, So I just, I think retailing is really, really important. It's one of the things that, um, I, I always talk about with estheticians, but I also make sure they're only bringing in what is going to be fit for their business, where it fits in. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't want them bringing in everything that they may not sell. They're going to call me back and say, hey, this is expiring. I wasn't able to sell it. Um, so kind of fit, you know, fill the, you know, are there any gaps in your business? Number one. Number two, what products are going to go along with what services you're offering for mm-hmm. sure. So. Yeah. Yeah. That has been nice. I never really thought about that, but th- we do have a lot of clients who 
will just, like, text us or order or just come in and grab stuff. And I didn't think about that. I was like, they're not coming in for service, but, like, they're still coming in. To purchase product. Yeah, multiple, mm-hmm. I mean, more than they would if it was just for service, so. And if they're re- when they're ready for the next service, they're really going to come to us. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. They're not going to go elsewhere. They know you have the product. Yeah. So if someone either has, like, an at-home studio or is just, like, starting a smaller studio and wanting to bring on a product line, like, what what do you recommend to them? How to get started? How to pick a product line? Um, that's a great question. So as far as picking a product line, um, as far as picking a product line, some one of the best things I can do, and as a rep, I'm able to do this for you, is, you know, let's say you've heard of two or three lines. You know, choose two or three, li- three lines that you may be interested in. And just reach out to that rep or that company and say, hey, I'm, I have a target audience. I want to provide them samples. I'm looking into three lines, um, three or four or whatever it may be. Um, and I want to get my uh, potential customers feedback. And I think that's awesome because then you're able to get that feedback from your customer. I like this product line or these are the products I would purchase if I was to purchase product from you. Yeah. That's going to give you a great idea of the response you're going to get from your, your clientele. Um, I think that's one of the easiest ways to do it. And at Image, we're happy to do that. Or as a rep for Image here in Utah, I'm more than happy to do that. So, um, But I think that giving it to your target audience or your target uh, customers is what's going to really help you to dis- determine that. But also look at a product line that's treating a lot of things, that is not just treating bits and pieces. That's mm-hmm. what I love about Image Skincare Same. is it's treating everything. You don't have to, uh, every you know, really any in every skin condition out there or skin concern, I should say. Um, so something that you don't have to pick bits and pieces of um, and you're mixing different lines. It does get a little bit overwhelming when you start to see more than three more than two, I should say, more than two product lines in a salon or spa, you start to go, okay, well, which one really is their favorite? Right. And things like that. It gets a little overwhelming for that customer. Um, you asked me something else, and I just totally spaced the second part of that question. What was it? It was, how, how to, did, where would they start? Oh, start. This is, okay. Yeah. So, services and which products to go with. So, with Image, and with me in particular, um, I'm going to tell you, to, uh, you know, what two or three things are you really good at? Even if you've just graduated aesthetic school, what two or three things are you really good at? You don't have to incorporate every single modality, every single treatment. We can't be good at it all, but really focus on those two or three things that you're really good at. Mm -hmm. And this is where it comes into, there might be a particular facial that you're incredible with. Um, Do I recommend bringing in every single product, every single chemical pill? Um, No, not until the clientele's there. Not until you have the the need to purchase all those pills and all those treatments. But really focus on building that clientele initially. Um, And, you know, having two or three really good signature treatments to start out with. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't, I don't, yeah, don't bring in everything initially. (laughs) And then get your retail to match the products you're using in the facials, right? So you're trying it on them Mm -hmm. and then you're like, hey, now this is what I use and this is. Yep. Support those treatments. Absolutely. I mean, there's no point bringing in acne, um, you know, the acne line if you're not going to be treating much, you know, many clients with acne. Right. It's just, you know. Yeah. That's a really good. And find your target audience. Yeah, what what are you wanting to treat? Aging, acneic. I mean, you can specialize in any of these, not just everything. You can specialize in any of those pigmentation things like mm-hmm. that too. So, and then I feel like that is a you'll build your clientele way faster. If oh, you absolutely. Just have something specific because whatever you're known for. Yeah, and then people will be like, oh, I cleared up my acne. This is what I did, and then they'll start talking instead of yeah. But once you're known for like one or two things, then. 
I feel like word just spreads like wildflower. Absolutely. Wildflower ear. I like wildflowers. wildflowers. I like wildflowers better. <laughs> They'll spread. That's true. It's true. <laughs> okay, so I know that Image Skincare has their own nonprofit, the Care for Skin Foundation. Mm-hmm. Do you want to tell us about that and how people can be involved or you, what that looks like? You bet. So the Care for Skin Foundation is a nonprofit organization uh, that Dr. Mark Ronert, um, uh, Image Skincare's president, um, had actually started back in 2011. He and a group of, I want to say about 20 physicians, I might be off on a little bit on that number, but they um, they actually travel to underprivileged countries where children are born with cleft palates, burn victims, really any skin abnormality. Um, and they go, and I want to say it's a week or two, it just depends on where they're going, but to these uh, to these countries... Um, they're going and performing surgeries on these children, um, typically 12 and under, um, for free, um, just just so they can contribute to society, feel better about themselves. So recently, I attended, even though the Care for Skin has been around since 2011, um, we had our second annual Care for Skin um, Foundation Gala. event. Yeah, gala. Thank you. <laughs> in, um, in January, and I was able to attend this one as my first one. It was absolutely amazing. So, um, this year, um, it was an eye opener. There was a physician from Zimbabwe. I'm pretty sure it was Zimbabwe. Um, and there they cook over open fires. They don't have stoves. They don't have things like that. So there, the amount of burn victims, I guess you could say there are, it's, it's insane because kids are running around while the mom's cooking dinner, the hot water boils on, you know, is boiling, ends up pouring on them and, you know, burning them. And the cool thing about this is we're actually, if you actually take a look at um, the actual amount of children that do not survive a burn, but here in the United States, you know, you have great chances of surviving. Yeah. Um, but in other countries, the burns end up, you know, the children don't end up making it. So um, this year, um, we are actually uh, creating or helping build a burn unit um in this hospital there so it's absolutely it's absolutely amazing so that's what we will be doing to help support um support the care for skin that's what the care for skin is doing this year so it's pretty cool cool. but yeah it is it's uh the whole thing with that is dr mark really wanted and i'm speaking for him so hopefully (laughs) (laughs) um his whole thing is is he wants everybody to to contribute to society and and he thinks everybody can but when you have you know, a cleft palate burn, you know, you're a burn victim. You can't walk normal because you're burnt on the back of your leg and you're like, you know, so many yeah. different things. And he just wants everybody to be the best they can be. The hardest thing is when they go there and there's a severe case and they can't completely do the whole entire, you know, surgery, but it's an amazing organization. A hundred percent of the profits go to the care for skin um, organization um, Image Skincare has the Pink Sheer Ormetic Lip Complex. It says Care for Skin on there. Every one of those per- you purchase, a um, dollar, 100% of that dollar goes to the Care for Skin Foundation. So just know when you're purchasing, purchasing that either as a professional or a consumer. But even as a professional, let your consumers know that they just they just contributed a dollar to the Care for Skin Foundation. And you can go to careforskinfoundation.org. has all the information on there. If you want to, if you want to donate, um, or even just learn about it, I have a lot of people ask me about volunteering. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can go directly to that site. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I would love to volunteer. I know. And those pink lips are just the best. They are. The, they're <laughs> the best. They are the best. So. Oh, I was going to ask you, what does your day to day look like? 
It's probably different every day. It is different every day. Um, I typically, so I, I say I'm on my computer answering email, answering emails and texts at eight, unless I have an early morning morning appointment, then I don't get to those. But I, my typical day is from eight to seven. I try to get done about six. Um, but it depends if one of my kids have an activity that I have to get them to. They're in sports, then I'll get them to. But yeah, I work. I work five days a week. Typically from 8 to 7-ish. I try to turn it off about 7, but that doesn't always happen. So I'm pretty busy. But I'm I'm getting better, but I'm getting better about it. So I know that sounds like a lot, but I really am getting better about it. It used to be like nonstop. And I'm finally able to say, you know what? It's skincare. This can wait till tomorrow morning. I'm good, you know? (laughs) Corporate's closed. I can't do anything about it. So... Yeah. But yeah, I'm pretty busy. I try to keep the weekends, Saturdays and Sundays um, for my kids. I will answer some texts and things like that, um, but I prioritize them. If it's something that can wait till Monday or I can't do anything about it until corporate opens, then I'm not, you know, not going to yeah. answer it. But um, Saturdays and Sundays are really, really for my family. Um, I have three kids that are very, very active mm-hmm. in baseball, my daughter in soccer. So we travel a lot. I just got back from St. George. Um, I, the day after the launch party, was working in my car while my mother-in-law was driving <laughs> just to get to my son's baseball tournament. So, but, wow, yeah, I got home yesterday. So, how often are you? You do you do your own education classes mm-hmm. where you host them once? You try to do once a month. I try to do once a month. Uh huh. And then outside of that, are you all the time going to different salons or oh, schools? Absolutely. I do. I teach at a lot of schools. Um, I. I want to say I'm probably at a school at least at least 10 times in a month, and the classes are about oh, two to yeah. three hours. So I'm at, at least um, at least 10 times a month at at least one of the schools. Most of my schools have me come in every four weeks, mm-hmm. um, and that's key with educating those students. The more you're in there, obviously, the more they're going to retain, um, things like that. But yeah, I do. I teach at a lot of schools. Um, also, my accounts. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going in. Most of the time it is with education. They they want me in for education. But, yeah, so. Yeah. You're busy, busy. I'm busy, busy. <laughs> driving everywhere. Now I'm you sure. guys know why I talk fast, right? People <laughs> to get it all like, out. Slow down. Slow down. <laughs> no, but that's something, like, if you do have a product line already, I feel like our sales really went up when we did have you come in and come educate us. And we started attending your monthly trainings because – then the more you know about the product, the more you can educate your clients, and the more they see that you're, like, investing so much time into this, and they're like, wait, what was that mask that you were learning about last week? And you're like, okay, let me tell you, you let need it. Let me tell it. you why you need it. <laughs> yep, exactly. So I feel like if you do have a, whatever it is, even, like, a lash line, like, reaching out to the rep or... Mm-hmm. Well, I forgot what you called the product. Reps, well, pro- reps. We're reps. It's okay. You don't have to call me media. <laughs> Rep. That's what I really am. Reaching out this to This is development manager is a fancy name for it, right? Fancy, yes. <laughs> so you reach out to your rep, whoever you're working with, or if you're not working, if you're just buying it directly from there, then find someone who is over Utah or your area and setting up trainings with them or seeing if they already are holding trainings. I assume a lot of companies probably do already hold their own trainings. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah, they do. But I remember last year, me and Kristen were like, how do people know about all these trainings? And then we just started, like, asking people and figuring, like, the companies that we work with and 
like, watching their websites or getting on their email mm-hmm. list, and then we're like, oh, there's, like, classes going on all the time, and That's now right. we, like, don't even have all the time to go to all the classes yeah, we want to go to. Well, and a lot of them also, most, all companies will have types of webinars that you can attend just from your phone, which make it super easy as mm-hmm. well, so... There's education out there everywhere, for, I feel, for really any company. So you just have to look. Yeah. Look and then take advantage of it. Yep. Every opportunity. Yep. Yes. <laughs> that is. Okay, so now let's get into, like, some skincare because you are the skincare expert. Mm-hmm. So what are some, what are, like, if someone's listening and they want to start, like, a regimen at home or they want to start doing something for their skin, what would you recommend? And where do you start? Where do you start? So that's a great question. So somebody that is going, you know, I want to get into skincare, keep it as simple as you can. If you're using too many products or have too many steps, it can be overwhelming. Um, And I look at it as, first of all, when you're getting used to using a skincare regimen, let's focus, focus on nourishing the skin, using something a little more gentle on the skin. Unless you have a major concern that you are wanting to fix, like right this second, Mm -hmm. let's focus on nourishing the skin, introducing these products to the skin, and then we can start focusing on those um, chief complaints with the skin. Um, But always, always starting off, you don't have to start off aggressive. When you start off aggressive, people, you know, their skin starts to dry out initially while getting used to products and they're they, they give up. They're done. The product made their skin dry. Yeah. So, yeah, just really start off on nourishing the skin and make it simple. Cleanser. Cleansing twice a day. I don't care what anybody says. Cleansing twice a day <laughs> is very, very important. You have environmental gunk all over your skin when you go to bed at night, and our skin repairs itself at night. That is when it's doing its whole repair process. So we need to make sure it's um, make sure it's clean and also can receive oxygen because that's also what's going to you know deliver energy to our skin cells. Um, serums are important to me because they have a smaller molecular structure and weight. They're the workhorses when it comes to creating that change in the skin. Um, and then an SPF, um, images, um, prevention plus is a daily moisturizer with SPF. So it makes it super simple, but SPF is key. If you were to start out with just two products, I would say cleanser and an SPF in all honesty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, but we recommend a four product regimen, three steps and, you know, in the morning and three steps at night, also using a repair product at night. But really just keep it simple, even if it's just introducing a cleanser and um, a moisturizer with SPF is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I love the Prevention Plus SPF. It's awesome. And somebody told me, I don't know if this is true or not, so it was Mythbusters. So <laughs> if, when you wear SPF at night, it helps from the light from your phone to not age your face. Is that true? Um, you know, that is that is something new that I haven't heard. Um, however, it would have to have, um, I think... IRA protection in it, which... Who does that? We do. Oh, we do? <laughs> yeah. But, like, not all products... Um, well, not all SPFs out there do, so it's not safe to say that they all... But images. But I'm not going to answer that, like, yeah. Like, I'm, like, for sure, like, yes, that... But that's the first time I've heard that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, you don't even know those lights on your phone and your screen, the blue, you know, those know. lights are aging us too, so... I, I just ordered those blue light glasses Ooh, to block it from my eyes. Good so. job. You'll have to let me know how those work for you. I'm excited to try them. That's awesome. Okay, another question that I just, we get asked a lot, and so I'm sure a lot of people listening, if they're estheticians, get asked this a lot too. Okay, two questions. One, the difference between like a drugstore SPF and like a professional grade SPF, or like what ingredients to look for in an SPF. Okay. So, typically, over-the-counter SPFs, you're going to find um, mostly chemical sunscreen ingredients, um, in 
professional, you're going to find more of your zinc oxide and titanium dioxide, which are your physical sunscreens. So when those UV rays hit your skin, they reflect the rays. Where chemical sunscreens, you still absorb some of those rays. It just scatters within the skin. Still protection, but we obviously want the rays, uh, the UV rays reflecting from our skin. So you will find more the over-the-counter is just chemical sunscreens, which can be pore clogging. So if you're acneic or oily, um, more of your chemical sunscreens can contribute to that. Mm. Um, uh, But zinc oxide being a physical sunscreen professional, we use a high, and this is really with any professional skincare line we'll use a higher grade or quality of zinc oxide um we for instance at image skincare use micro milled or um micronized form of zinc oxide um so it gives a cosmetically pleasing feel on the skin it's not sticky or tacky you don't know or smell that you're wearing a sunscreen um the other thing is all the other ingredients that are in with those chemical sunscreens um all the other additives i guess you could say in the -the over-the-counter products Um, are not necessarily good for your skin. One might say a face moisturizer with SPF, but if you actually take a look at the ingredients on the -the over-the-counter product that's marketing it that way, there's really not any ingredients in it that are hydrating the skin. It doesn't make it a moisturizer, but unfortunately, they're able to market market it that way. But your professional companies are going to use higher quality, higher grade of ingredients, and in particular, zinc oxide. Yeah. Pharmaceutical grade, We have pharmaceutical grade, yes. Okay. So a pharmaceutical grade versus something you can buy at, like, Sephora, that's going to be a higher end, maybe not drugstore, but higher end in in between the drugstore and the professional. (laughs) Pharmaceutical means you're using a high quality um, grade of ingredient. Pharmaceutical grade means that's basically what it means is it's a higher quality. Just like you can buy different grades of eggs or different grades of meat. Mm -hmm. um, It's it's kind of the same thing with ingredients. You might find that an over-the-counter product has that ingredient in it and you're like well it's the same as the professional but where is it at on the label and actually that what is the quality of that active ingredient you know zinc oxide or glycolic acid whatever it is so pharmaceutical just means that it's a higher quality grade of ingredient okay image skin here is pharmaceutical grade pharmaceutical grade okay so then something i guess that's what is it what is it called something if it's like only a professional can sell it um, uh, or is it just a professional? It's just it's a it's actually well yeah no just professional skincare line. So there's a big difference between multi level marketing over the counter, but just a professional skincare line. That is really what the word is used. Professionals only professionals can sell the product. People that actually know ingredients and are licensed estheticians and know what these ingredients are going to do in the skin and can educate their client. That's basically what professional means. Yeah. So then what about the, like, higher-end skincare lines? So the higher-end skincare lines... At Sephora. Like, (laughs) at Sephora. She's targeting Sephora. Sephora or Ulta. Sephora. I get it, I get it, I get it. So um, the grade of their ingredients, is that what you're asking? Yeah, or just, like, is that... Equal to like a professional grade product? Um, not necessarily. I guess it no, on the... it, it just depends on the brand. Yeah. Not necessarily. Uh, you're probably going to have, I would say, more of a mid. And again, this is just my thought process. Um, is more of a mid level or a mid grade because your over the counter company owns laundry detergent. They also make skincare. They also make hair care. They also make toilet paper. You know what I'm saying? They have so many different products. Where your um, products or brands that you would find at the beauty stores um, are probably really just beauty brands, and they're going to probably have a little bit better grade than the grocery store over the counter, but still yeah. over the counter. So they're yeah. still good. I will tell you, I've looked at those, and there's still some good ingredients in there, but it really is. 
uh, you know, actually the percent of zinc oxide in it or the percent of the actual um, ingredients in it as well. And where they're at on the label is key. Um, you might see, for instance, our Image Skincare's Image uh, Ageless Cleanser has glycolic acid in it. It's this, I think it's the third ingredient on our label, but you might find one at Sephora that has glycolic acid in it, but it's at the bottom of the label, which means it's not that high of a concentration. But however, they could still be the exact same percent. But you have to realize what other ingredients were put into that product that might dilute it. So yeah. that's really where it comes down. So I, I know it's complicated. <laughs> but <laughs> No, well, because I see like people, I'm just wondering, because I see people on Instagram who are like, oh, this is a 5% retinol or this is that. And I'm like... I'm just like, oh, I wonder, like, how, but, but that makes sense. Like, they could be the same percentage, but it doesn't mean same concentration. Which means a different delivery system into the skin. How is oh. it being delivered into the deeper layers of the skin? You have to think about that. Our epidermis is created to be difficult to penetrate. So mm -hmm. that's where active ingredients come in, smaller molecular structures and weights, things like that, where they're on the label is going to really help determine that penetration level yeah. as well, where professional products are a little bit more um, acidic than over-the-counter products. If you're looking for more um, of correction with your skin, you want products that are going to penetrate to the deeper layers of the skin, so you need more acidic products. That's where professional products come into play, because yeah. we're more acidic than the skin. The skin's perfect pH sits at a 5.5, so in order to penetrate it, you got to be lower than that 5.5. Most over-the-counter products are going to be more alkaline, sitting at our skin's pH or higher, typically. So basically, you're going to save money, you're going to actually see results, cut the crap, and just get professional skincare. You, you are, and you're using a less amount because of the higher concentration. You're yeah. using a lot less of that product squirting into your hand. Yeah. For sure. That's so, good. Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's good stuff. <laughs> and so interesting. I feel like I could talk for hours about this. Let's do our segment where we share a top beauty find or product we're obsessed with. So this can be something you've used for years and years, and you're just like, this is my tried and true. It doesn't have to be skincare. It can't be skincare. Whatever. Okay. Or it can be something that you're like, I'm just trying this out, and I can't get enough of it. Okay? Okay. I'm ready. Okay. Okay, you go first. <laughs> okay. So we just went to your Image Worldwide launch party, and we got samples of the new masks, and one is this really cute blue one, mm -hmm. and one is a probiotic detoxifying one. Mm -hmm. So I was so excited to try the detoxifying one, but I really wanted the picture with the blue one. So I was like, okay, I'll use the blue one today, I'll get the cute picture, and then I'll use the, the one that's actually going to be really good for me tomorrow. But I used that blue one. What's it called? It's the uh, your Firming Transformational Mask. It's amazing, you guys. It's tightening, right? Yes. So my skin felt so good. After. I literally was not expecting anything from it. I'm like, my skin's pretty tight. I'm good. I just <laughs> want the probiotic one. But I used it, and I'm obsessed with it. So I'm glad I ordered one for myself. It's cute and blue, so it is cute in your pictures. And it, my skin felt totally tighter after. And it does. like smoother. Oh, it feels so good. Yeah. And it has the little jojoba beads for a little yeah, bit of exfoliation. Little, I noticed that. Yes. Yep. Love that. So good. Okay. Mine is... I have to read it because it's this Mac. Ooh, um, <laughs> it's like a it's like a chapstick. See how it's light pink? Yeah. Okay. It's what I have on my lips. See how it's like dark pink on yeah. my lips? <gasps> what? So apparently my friend gave this to me for Christmas. Oh, it's called um, Tender Talk Lip Balm. I think the color's candy wrapped, but it looks really light. And apparently when you put it on, it like goes with your pH so it looks different on everyone so it's like real really bright pink on me but on some people it'll be like more purpley mm. but it's really cool but it's like really hydrating it's just a chapstick but it almost looks like it's pretty it dark like on lipstick. me that it looks yeah. like a lipstick and it lasts really long all day and so 
I, she got it for me for Christmas, and I used it a few times, and then as we were moving, I found it, and I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot about this, so I've been using it every day, and I'm like, oh, this is the best. So, that's mine. Okay, I love that. I need to take a picture of that before I leave, yeah, so I can have the name of it. Yeah, it's cool. I want to see what color it turns on me. I love <laughs> stuff like that. Um, mine would be, I have so many, um, and I'm going to, of course, all image skincare products, but... Um, a couple things that I absolutely um, cannot live without um, is Jane Iredell's Palm Mist Setting Spray. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love it. I cannot live without it. Um, abs- absolutely. Every day I have to... And I was really? never a mister until yeah. I, you know, but I set my I set my makeup with that. And the other thing was... Um, no, I just totally forgot. What was the other thing that I cannot live without <laughs> every single day? A total different... But in the video, Kevin Murphy hair products. Um, mm, I, same. I am absolutely. I've never been. Although I'm an esthetician, I had never found one product line of hair care products. I love. I love Kevin Murphy. But sorry, that is just that is something I cannot live without. Like my, I will when I run out. I'm like, okay, I gotta go get some. I'm using other things and I can't take it. So do you switch up your lines within Kevin Murphy or what's oh, yeah. your favorite? Mine is the. I was gonna say that I rescue, but that's an image product. The uh, repair <laughs> repair me is one of my very favorites. I have fine. Yeah. hair and I bleach it so the repair me is one of my favorites um but I also like their blonde um their blonde blonde me as well I've heard that I've been wanting to try that and but I'm like oh which which line should I get for like my curls and I'm also blonde and breaking so I'm like maybe that one would be good but um you use it too and you love mm-hmm. it I, yeah I switched like Maybe a year ago, and the bottles are tiny, they so are. I was so scared. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so expensive for nothing, but it lasts forever because you just need a tiny bit. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. it. Do you use the other? Do you use like all their products for like after the shower too, or is it mostly just shampoo and conditioner? Uh, pretty much my entire family <laughs> does. Um, pretty much my entire, even my kit. Like my daughter told me this morning, you need to go get some shampoo and conditioner, and I'm like, I have one in there. That, uh, I'm not using that one. I don't like it. Um. <laughs> Pretty much, yes. I'm trying to think. I do use a, um, I do like, it's a tin conditioning spray. Like, yeah. that's one of my favorite conditioning sprays. And also, there's another brand out there that I like that I just, my daughter actually took over. But it is, it's a brand called Eleven. Mm-hmm. It's out of Australia. Um, I hate to say it, but it's, it kind of reminds me a little bit of Kevin Murphy. But mm-hmm. it, um, they have a really awesome smoothing serum that I love to put in my ends because I have such... I can get nappy ends, okay? <laughs> and I absolutely love how smooth it makes my hair without making it greasy. But, but yeah, I pretty much I everything else. That. And I use I use Moroccan hair spray, Moroccan oil hairspray. Oh, yeah. I that's I don't use their hairspray. I haven't fallen I haven't fallen in love with their hairspray yet. So, but Moroccan oil is good. It is. It, it is. Good. I love their curl cream. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. We loved hearing your story and all your tips and all the products. This is, I'm like, want to go back and take notes on all these products. <laughs> so where can everyone find you on your Instagram? Uh, Instagram would be, this is, it's Cossie underscore, not Cossie, I'm sorry, Utah underscore image skincare. Or no, image I think skin, it's backwards. Image skincare underscore Utah. Sorry, yes. I always do that. <laughs> and then Facebook is um, Utah, image skincare dot Utah. So yeah. So you can find me. Perfect. Yeah. Hey, make sure you check her out on Instagram and Facebook. And while you're at it, be sure to check us out at Beauty Mavens Collective. And we'll see you next week. XO Beauty Mavens. Mavens.